Welcome to the Carveline Tech Service Podcast, the go-to industrial coatings podcast. Here are your hosts, Jack Walker and Paula Jamis. Hey, Paul. How's it going? All right, Jack. How are you doing? I don't know. I don't really know what to say anymore now that I don't have to say the same thing every time. Yeah, you're not our intro guy anymore. So maybe we'll just, uh, we'll go here. We'll, uh, in honor of today, um, take me to the magic of the moment on a glory <laughs> night where the children of tomorrow dream away in the wind of change. See that you're speaking those words just to make sure that you can never be sued or or caught singing. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna be a, a victim of a remix. You don't know how that feels, but I do. I mean, I got you. Yeah, yeah, you do. Too bad we can't it'll, play it. It'll and be there one day, I'm sure. If you remember back to like episode 52, Paul did his police voice. Not oh, it was not, terrible. Not not like cop eats a donut, which probably meets more of his physical, That's, you know, <laughs> that would look. Be more appropriate. Yeah, no, he tried to pull off some sting, and well, there's one sting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, since we still don't have a winner as to guess who our announcer was. Yeah, we had a guess. We had a guess. No winner. He was wrong. So we're gonna keep her going for a few more episodes, probably. And to uh, submit your, your guesses as to who that might be, you can reach us at technicalservice at carboline.com. Today, we're going to talk about one of the most common or frequently asked questions we get in technical service. You burying a lead? Oh, yeah. I did the winds of change again. And then, you know, I'm, 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 that was all about today because yeah. I'm, I'm not yours anymore. Well, yeah. So there's two, there's two leads that Jack buried here today. One of them, yes. When we're recording this, this is Jack's last day in technical service. Last half day, I guess. He's been part-time in tech service the last couple of months. 59 more minutes. <laughs> Not that he's counting. Right. And then Jack will permanently be in marketing as a full-time position doing the uh, content strategist position that was created. Does that mean that all the people out there who have technical of nature think that I'm going to become dumber over the weekend? Yes. Oh, yes, oh. you have you have now lost that stature. Yeah, yeah. But but I won't. Ma- I mean, it's not like somebody goes into my brain and it's not like Total Recall where I, I don't sit know. down in a chair and next thing I know I'm a super spy or am I? I? Depends on which version you see. I don't know. The, that kind of seems to be what happens. You leave tech service and you forget everything that was in tech service. <laughs> no. So the other part of the lead that that Jack wasn't telling you about, and part of what's making it a little confusing for what we're doing here, and you'll you'll hear it in these pauses that we get we're in a new place oh yeah we're in our new studio and we're shooting video right now because sometimes you guys feel like you want to see that but i i don't think you really do i'm not even looking at the camera no i haven't looked at it either talking to you so um maybe we shoot a promo hey guys this is episode 102 make sure you check it out on monday yeah (laughs) all right okay well that was the dynamic voice there yeah that was a super radio voice yeah so I don't know. Am not I supposed quite to game be, show voice. But, no. Am know. I supposed to be looking at you or am I supposed to be looking at the camera? Well, we're not going to release the camera. So, you know, we should probably look at each other with gazing eyes. <laughs> <laughs> really what this was, this setup is has been designed so that we can do more things, have more ways to communicate with people. And if we want to show you something, we've created that space now that we can actually shoot some video footage and we can do some interactive stuff. Maybe do like a go-to-meeting type format, 
and uh, let you actually see what we're talking about for some of these things. Man, advertising the product before it's even finished. I know that's not something we typically. Oh, like this to is do. our new our new dynamic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me your so hand. So you gotta be. Yeah, Give you me gotta your hand. be. Yeah. Okay, I got my hand slapped because I said something before it was done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yes, uh, that is the future of the Carbolite Tech Service podcast. So let's talk about. No, we the... don't. And with the future, we don't say this is planning on going away. We will continue down this path. Oh yeah, no. The, the existence of the Carboline Tech Service Podcast will continue exactly how it is. Yep. A lot of people have asked, you know, is that going to happen? Because you know, technic- once again, we're getting into the technicality and arguing over semantics in this situation. Yes, it is the Technical Service Podcast uh, that is on my resume, even though it's not in my signature line. So, and if anybody's listening to this show, I'm the comedic relief anyway. So, you know, we're going to talk about a question that comes in pretty frequently through the tech service inbox and phone calls. And we get it from customers. We get it from reps. And, you know, I think people think that we have this like magic book. Well, I do. I keep, I keep it inside. Oh, you yeah. You have the mental Rolodex? Yes, I do. Yes, so if I, do. I if right, right now I asked you anyone, you could tell. No. Okay, see. One of the frequent things that we have happen is people call in and they might have a specification that doesn't have Carboline on it. So the first problem is to uh, replace that engineer. And yes. then uh, we will go. See, I just dry. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then they, they want to use Carboline or, you know, any other paint manufacturer. And, and we do what's called a crossover. Yeah. This isn't a small SUV. No, 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 no. I got nothing to add to that. What? I just, yeah. I make a joke and it shuts you down. Yeah. Come on, man. No, if it was a good joke, maybe I could have played off they're of it. They're never good. They're no, just they're not. They're jokes. bad and they just keep going at that yeah, level. Like dad jokes. Yeah. I, I was teaching at our corrosion school. And I made a joke and got deadpan by the audience. <laughs> and I stopped right then and there. I go, you guys can laugh or not if you want to, but they're, they're coming. And they're coming fast and hard, and they don't stop. And then at that <laughs> Your point, response will not change what he does. That, that part was funny. They thought that was funny. <laughs> they're like, oh, <laughs> you're one of them. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then I was like, you should listen to the podcast. Yeah. Anyway, so a crossover. And that's frequently when people want to find out what's – our version of somebody else's product. Yeah, what you're equal to. And honestly, this is one of the things that when we have corrosion school, this is one of my topics. One of the things I present on is doing product crossovers, what you're equal to. And there's several aspects that we look at for these crossovers. What I will say is everybody has a similar product. There usually are differences. A yeah. crossover is never going to be exact. No, no, it won't. And we're going to start with the Holy Grail, 10 commandment, one commandment, for crossovers. There's one rule that we are never going to break. If this is immersion service, I don't care what the other guy recommended. That's right. I am not going to cross over a recommendation for chemical immersion service. I want to know what the chemical is. And there's a lot of reasons behind that kind of an idea. Number one, we know that everybody's product is slightly different. Everybody's testing method is slightly different. Everybody's history is different. And just because somebody else specified a product doesn't mean, number one, that that's the only choice, or number two, that it's the right choice. We run into a lot of conditions where a competitor, for whatever competitive reason, 
may be over over uh, over conservative, in, over engineered, over engineered. They, the they, they're taking a bazooka into a knife, knife right. fight. You right, know? and yes, that will work. But that's not at all the only choice. And sometimes they may not understand the service as it's understood at this new point in time. Correct. And the other thing that you look at too is, if you remember back to our tank lining series, we talked about cross-linking density and. Your phenalkamine and my phenalkamine might have different cross-linking densities. Exactly. And this is very important when it comes to chemical service. That's why it's another reason, if you remember back to the tank lining episode, we don't make recommendations based on pH. We need to know what the actual chemical is. So it's right. the same way for the crossover. Now, if we have the chemical and we have the product now, we, we can cross over that. Exactly. But we're not going to strictly, without knowing what the chemical service is, it is nothing but bad can happen if you make that crossover. So it's, we're like we said last week, we're in a position to make sure that we are minimizing the chances for bad things to happen. And that really is the whole goal. And a lot of times what you'll find, if you had a properly specified system and a well-understood design and use, we may end up with a very similar product when we do the crossover. Which just kudos to everybody who set it up and kudos to the people who brought it to us to say, here's what we want to talk about. But that's not always the case. But when it is, and if somebody comes in and says, yeah, they were using a 100 solids Novolac epoxy, and we agree that a 100 solids Novolac epoxy will suit that service, that'll be an option. Yeah. So that's the golden rule. We're not going to cross over immersion service without knowledge of what that chemical is. All right, it's that time again. It's everybody's favorite part of the Carbolane Tech Service podcast, or I will say of life. It's bill paying time. Every Everybody likes paying bills, right? Well, you know, something like that. Yeah. They like having them paid. Lots of money, no money. Anyway, so every month we bring you a commercial where we talk about one of the Carbolane products. And this month is a brand new product from Carboline that we're both very excited about. It's the Plasite 4550 HT. The 4550 HT is a 98% solids Novolac epoxy. One of the great things that we have done with this product, we left the blush out. This is a plurally applied Novolac that truly, like, the application properties are amazing and it cures down to 20F. Another great feature of this product is it has extremely high temperature resistance. Now that's dry temperature resistance. It's resistant up to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. And just in our application work as we were doing it, this product sprays like a dream. It really does. If you have been having challenges with the high solids Novolac, we highly encourage you to check out the brand new Plasite 4550HT. From there, probably the next most important uh, aspect is generic. And I have to say, honestly, when I look at generic type, I only look at that for ease of crossover. Let me back that up a little bit. Basic generic type. Yes. Okay. Okay. We're going to epoxies for epoxies, epoxies. urethanes for urethanes. Because <laughs> yep. here's the thing that I want. To get down, and we'll we'll leave some of these people nameless, but yeah, generic epoxies are, are solvent and epoxies, and we'll get to that aspect of a crossover soon. Are widely used. We use a psychoaliphatic amine epoxy as our generic. That's our workhorse. Workhorse yeah. epoxy. 
if you remember back to that tank lining series, is actually one of the more chemical resistant types of epoxies. Yeah. But that is our bread and butter epoxy. That's what we use. Another one of our competitors uses a polyamide. Another one of our competitors uses a polyamido. Like, yeah. we're splitting hairs on molecule chains between these two, these three products. Oh, right? exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's something that I don't want everybody to get hung up on. Absolutely. And people get hung up on that all the time because they, those are words that mean something. Yes, that they are, do. They're on a data sheet. Yep. And so, but the thing is, like I just said, I just give you an example of three companies that all have different types of epoxies. However, these different types of epoxies fall within about 5% of each other with the volume solids, which is the next part of the crossover. Correct. So what we want to look at is if we're looking at a solvented epoxy, we're just looking at really how easy is it to apply, how much additional thinning may or may not be needed, and what the technique is going to be used to put it on the surface. And the volume solids is going to play an effect into all of those properties. Well, it's where you're going to match up products. You yeah. know, this their 75% solids by volume epoxy really is not going to be drastically different in use than our 75% solids right. epoxy. They're Nor going, is it going to be very different than our 80% solids. Correct. So when we are making a crossover, a lot of times we are crossing over based on use. Again, that's the main reason why we tell everybody, what are you doing with it? And that's why when you call in, you may feel like you're entering a quiz show or an interrogation. We're not interrogating you. We are trying to minimize risk. We are trying to give you the best answer that we can give you. And the more information that you have for us, the better. Yeah. And what we want to do is to be able to make it as easy as possible when you have to go to that owner or that specifier and say, here's what you specified, here's what we would like to use for this project. And when we can have those similarities, that makes your job a lot easier from that standpoint. And so we'll try to find one that fits as many of those categories as possible. But if I have something that is going to be what I consider to be a better fit based on a Carboline product compared to somebody else's workhorse product, and they both do the same job, I'm going to give you the one that's going to be the better choice of our products. And we may be a little higher in solids. We may be a little lower in solids. We may be a different resin type. But based on the understanding of what's going to happen, I'm going to try to match up as much of it as possible. Well, and that's kind of a good point there because we do have so many products that we're really picking between multiple products that yep. we own. And the application technique might be huge. One of our 75% by solids epoxies might have better spray techniques than a different one. Now that's not necessarily always the case. That's kind of a generic example, but there are things that we are going to look for to try and guide you into getting the best product possible because nobody wants to have problems. We don't want you to have problems. You don't want to have problems. Nobody's happy when somebody has problems. That's right. Now, the other thing we're going to look at, and especially in these solvented epoxies, you run into how actually weatherable are they? How well do they retain any aesthetic properties? Does it hold any color or gloss? They're epoxies. We know they chalk. They're epoxies. We know they discolor and fade. But they're all going to do it at a different rate. And they're going to do it at a different rate based on how the chemist who formulated that product 
put it together is going to control the rate at which that happens to some extent. And some resins are inherently more stable in UV than others. Sometimes that helps in color. Sometimes it helps in gloss retention. Keeping in mind, they will all fade and discolor eventually. And it's just a matter of how fast they get there. So are you putting a top coat on it? Is this going to be under a roof? Is it going to be in a space that has no UV or constant UV? And a lot of times that's not well known when the spec is written either. You know, specifications change, designs change. Maybe it was a specification that was written for one geographic area and now it's being applied to their whole global unit. And so you're going to have different uses as you get around the world. And maybe there's a different product that's going to perform better when we get to that space. What we've been telling you up to this point is when we're trying to keep things similar, what we're going to do to try to make it easy for you to do those kinds of transitions, understanding it, making sure we just get the right product and keeping it as close as possible. Sometimes though, close is not right. Sometimes we're going to want to tell you, no, you are in exactly the wrong technology for what we have for that service. And it doesn't mean the other guy was wrong. It just means what I want you to use is going to be a different technology than what was specified. We see this a lot when we get into really heavy oxidizers. You'll frequently see a vinyl ester specified or maybe a Novolac epoxy. Well, I know that my polyurethane hybrid does really well in bleach solutions or concentrated sodium hypochlorite. And it doesn't really matter to me that it was specified as a vinyl ester. I don't want a vinyl ester in there. I want that polyurethane because it does so well. I'm going to try to convince you that that is the right choice because I know the history of that product. And now you've got a little bigger discussion to have. And yeah, and that's kind of why we talked about knowing the service is so important. Right. We don't want to give you something that we, we have a feeling might not work. So we're going to push you to something that we know works. And this is where it's a little bit more of a challenge, whether you're our sales rep or one of our customers trying to get a spec change or things like that. But we never throw you that curveball to make your life harder. No, absolutely. And above all, you don't want it. We don't want it. The owner doesn't want it. Nobody wants a failure. Correct. So we're always going to be trying to do what we think is best based on the information we have and the products we have available. Correct. And it's obvious that Paul and I could talk about this probably for another 20 minutes, but uh, we're not allowed to. No. So we're going to leave it at that. And that's why when you call us, we have so many questions for you, just like we've talked about and just like Paul is saying about before, every little thing matters. Yep. So <laughs> never going to live it down. No. And these are the important things to take into consideration when we're doing this and there is a purpose i guess is the important way to put it so that's all we have for you on crossovers for this week for next week we'll see if i'm still employed that's <laughs> been uh the carboline tech service podcast for this week we'll see you next week and so for the carboline tech service podcast i'm paul and i'm jack and we'd, we'd like, like to, to thank, thank you for, for your support, support. Who put the light?